Welcome to Lipstick Fitties, a beauty podcast. I'm your host, Atlanta makeup artist and content creator, Rachel Rose Mazza. I created this podcast to have unfiltered conversations about all things beauty. We're chilling with my friends and colleagues from all over the world in all different walks of life. This goes way beyond the glossy facade of social media. Sometimes we don't get to know the personalities behind the people who create with their heart and soul. I'm talking to everyone from pro makeup artists to beauty enthusiasts, from influencers to entrepreneurs, and everyone in between. Lipstick Biddies is a community we're building that is truly interactive with you listeners. So if you're someone who wants to learn some shit, get inspired, and have a good-ass time, this podcast is for you. Who are the faces behind the faces? Keep listening to find out. Hello, biddies. Welcome back to Lipstick Biddies Podcast on a Thursday after a week off without telling you. (laughs) Y'all, sorry. I've been going through some stuff and unfortunately I wasn't able to get this episode out to you last week. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I've been a little like MIA, but sometimes you just got to like take care of yourself and you know how honest and open I am with you guys about kind of like what's going on in my life. That's all I can say at the moment right now. Hopefully I'll be able to talk about it sometime soon. But yeah, I've just been in like a weird headspace lately. So that being said, that is why we took the week off last week because I had to take care of myself. So we only have two episodes left of the podcast for the season and it kind of lines up perfectly with the holidays. So after this episode, there's one episode left. Thank you all for supporting the podcast. Every time I see you guys reposting, taking screenshots, shouting out to me, like literally it makes me so freaking happy. So make sure to take a screenshot, tag me and our guests, let us know something you learned, something you loved. And if you really want to give me an extra pick me up for the holidays, always, always, always drop a rating or a review you in the app store, whether you have Spotify or Apple podcast, y'all, it helps boost this podcast and reach more ears. So if you have a second now and you haven't done it yet, or if you've done it like a couple months ago, you can actually do a new review. Just put this on pause real quick, go on over and submit a rating or a review. And if you're not already subscribed, make sure to subscribe because that also does help me. And I am so appreciative of it. Just a couple of reminders about a couple things coming up. Our virtual holiday party is going to be on January 7th. Make sure you are on the email list. Go into the show notes, sign up for the email list, and you will receive the Zoom details. It's at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to have some games. We're going to have some giveaways. I'm really excited to connect with you all. Also, if you are in the Patreon or are interested in signing up for the Patreon, anybody who is an active patron by the end of this year, so by the end of the month, at the end of December, I am going to be sending you out a holiday card. So only for active patrons, make sure to, if you are in the Patreon or if you maybe missed a month. Sometimes when we change our credit card information, if it skips a month, you're not active anymore. So log into the Patreon, patreon.com slash lipstickbiddies. There are a bunch of different tiers. We do virtual meetups. We have monthly bonus episodes and more. So make sure you are signed up if you'd like to get a special holiday card from me. I'm always trying to throw in extra things for my patrons to show you all how much I appreciate you because quite literally, if it weren't for you, this podcast would not be able to survive. So because of you, you, I'm able to produce this content on a regular basis and make it better and better. And coming in 2023, I'm going to be adding even more perks. So 
make sure to get on it. Also, we mentioned in this episode about the Discord. I haven't plugged it, I feel like, in a while. Make sure to sign up for the Discord. We have a few different threads going on in there that are popping off. I post about job listings almost daily. We also talk about in this episode kit splitting, and there is a kit splitting spread kit splitting thread if you'd like to be a part of that again that is also in the show notes so and that is free so make sure to sign up for discord and have a little bit more of an intimate community conversation this is the best way that i can oh my god i'm talking so fast (laughs) y'all a week off and i'm like talking like Monroe. This is the best way and the easiest way that I can connect you all with each other. So that being said, let's get into the episode. My guest today is makeup artist Amber Kendrick. You can find her on Instagram and TikTok at makeup by Amber Kendrick. Amber is a makeup artist here in Atlanta. She got her start in retail. So we kind of actually talk about how she started in retail. We actually talk about she works with her sister a lot. So we're talking about working with your family, how she learned how to do a lot of her skincare through her sister. One really cool thing about Amber is she is the personal makeup artist for Millie Bobby Brown, who is the actress who plays Eleven in Stranger Things. So we kind of talk about what goes into being a personal artist for celebrities how to land how she even like landed that job and how to kind of network in order to find jobs like that in your local community we also talk about her work with Nadia Vea who is a musician and we talk about her work on her music videos so music video makeup and we also like do a lot of product chat which is always really fun because she did work in retail and I did work in retail for so long as well we're talking about some of our favorite things for our makeup applications both professionally and personally so you know little little shopping little shopping tips as well so I hope you all love this episode and we will see you next week for the season finale of lipstick biddies hi everybody welcome back to lipstick biddies podcast it's your host Rachel speaking I am here we're recording in the apartment I feel like we gotta I gotta figure out a name for like biddy headquarters can we just call it biddy headquarters we're at biddy headquarters right now and I'm here with a fabulous fabulous makeup artist here in Atlanta Amber Kendrick how are you Amber I'm great I'm so excited to be here thank you for having me and yeah I like the Biddy's headquarters. Biddy HQ, right? Yeah. I like, it. I don't it's know. Really I, cute. I feel like a lot of the things that like I come up with are like alliterations on the B. So I'm like, what are, what are their like the Biddy bunker is <laughs> the Biddy, like, the Biddy, the Biddy Bonanza. That, that's what we're doing for the holiday party, by the way. That's the Biddy, the Biddy Bonanza, the Biddy Extravaganza Bonanza. <laughs> when is that? It's on January. I want to say January 7th, but check the show notes biddies it's a virtual holiday party okay so cool. anybody can join but i wish we got to do like a like in-person one here in atlanta that would have been really fun it escaped me the holidays always like go so fast everything's escaping my mind lately. right it's okay <laughs> it's okay it's really hard it happens to it's us a, yeah everything's like always like jammed in like at the end of the year and then you're just like oh shit it's like february and then you're just like did i get my christmas presents <laughs> i think <laughs> september and october i was like i don't even know who i am <laughs> Seriously, but in a good way, but it it was still a lot. Have you been traveling recently? Yeah. So my friend Nadia, Nadia Vea and I, Mm -hmm. we went to Las Vegas and we um, filmed her music video. Yeah. So that, that was really a great moment because I love to travel and I love Vegas so much. Like everybody who knows me, I won't stop talking about it. I love Vegas. So we were actually going to go to LA, but it just didn't fit the what we were trying to do mm-hmm. and it was easily more easily accessible to go to the desert like the locations that we had yeah and yeah. um you know studio time is a little bit a little bit cheaper yeah 
So we decided to go there instead. And I love it. So it was great that we got to go. And Nadia and I met many years ago. We worked at a diner together. And we talked Mm -hmm. about what we wanted to do and what we wanted to be. And then we're like, you know, in Vegas Mm -hmm. doing what we love. So it was really, really cool. That's amazing. I love love when we have like friends that we like have deep like you know connections with and are able to like create art with that's really fucking cool that you're able to kind of like I don't know like memorialize like your friendship in those like tangible moments yeah and it's it's not like we we'd never like imagined that would happen yeah so then you know we're I don't know I random times in Vegas I was we're like stuck in traffic or something and I'm like wow we are here Mm -hmm. we're here together we're doing the thing you Mm -hmm. know what I mean it was a little bit wild. We yeah. we fit in four days of shooting into two. Uh, yeah, like uh, we'll 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 get into that. So <laughs> so um let's let's just take a little backup. So I know some biddies are going to be meeting you for the very first time. Can you just introduce yourself a little oh, yes. bit about what you do, who you are? Yeah, I'm Amber Kendrick. I'm a professional makeup artist. I'm a writer too. That was my first love, and I love to create content based in Atlanta, but I love to travel. Mm-hmm. I, like, I love to go anywhere, yeah. everywhere, as much as possible. Yeah. That's what I love to do. You're originally from here, right? I'm from a small town called Thomaston. Do you okay. know where that is? No. <laughs> it's an hour and a half south of here. Okay. Very small town. Yeah. Literally, after I graduated the next day, I just, I was like, peace. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> no, literally, I was like, bye. <laughs> so you've always, like, since then, you've kind of, like, lived in, like, the metro Atlanta area. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you've probably seen it change so much then. Oh, yeah. Like over the years. Oh, my gosh. I used to live near Pont City Market before yeah. it was Pont City Market. Yeah, when it was like sketch. I mean, it's still kind of a little sketchy, but. it's Crime has actually gotten worse, and people don't. Yeah. yeah. They, they're just like, oh, it's so it's so great. It, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, no, it's just really overpriced. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same. It's just overpriced. Um, yeah. But I actually, I worked at the Sephora at Pont City Market, so it was cool to be oh. able to walk there. Oh, that's so funny. So, like, that's been around for a while, huh? Yeah. How long has Pond City Market been there? A few years. I'm not exactly sure. I feel sure. like it was like new-ish when I moved down here four years ago. That's around so. the time. I'm not exactly sure when. Yeah. But that's, that's around the time. So Biddy's Pond City Market is basically like one of those like big like, I, I want to say kind of like tourist traps, like outdoor like oh, totally. shopping. It has like, you know, Sephora. It has a, actually has a Mac Pro store, like anthropology and stuff like that. And then they also have food halls. And like, so like basically like, I remember before I came here, people always would like, be like, oh, you got to see Pont City Market. And like, now I'm like, I would never bring people from out of town there. There's like so many other, there's so many more like cool places. Yeah. You could see, you could go to a Pont City Market in like most places most cities like a food it's a food hall well like, there's one that looks just like it in california and i'm like yeah and it's called the same thing it's like yeah. the city like the city name city market i'm like yeah they have the- i'm like really <laughs> and then like atlanta is just like oh well this worked so now we're gonna put like a million fucking food halls yeah. all over atlanta <laughs> and we're gonna uh, they have this like hat shop there and it's like 200 dollars a hat it's, I, it's one of those places. Atlanta's expensive. Please stop moving here because it's making it worse. <laughs> we full, y'all. We're full. Yeah. <laughs> We're full. Um, We're busting at the seams. Like people, there's like though. waiting list for people to even live here, y'all. Please. Yeah. <laughs> Please. Yeah. I'm like, even though like the last episode, I was like, come to Atlanta. Don't. No, actually don't. I was just kidding. Actually don't. <laughs> So I wanted to have you on the podcast. First of all, we probably met, like, I feel like we started chatting maybe like a year ago. Like, I feel like we've probably known each other for about a year. You slid into my DMs and you were chatting. You were telling me about doing your copywriting. And it was so weird because, Biddy, you know that, like, 
this podcast is like very community oriented. I want to bring you guys guests and topics and things like that that you guys want to hear about. So someone like maybe a week prior had been like, hey, like I've always been interested in like talking about personal artists for like celebrities. And then you slid in my DMs and you were like, hey, like just want to introduce myself. And you're like, I'm a personal artist for... (laughs) Millie Bobby Brown. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's so weird. So like, even though this happened a year ago, I can't remember who like DM me, but like, we're finally bringing it to you. So please, please tell me. First of all, I know that you're a personal artist for Millie. How did that come about? So first of all, actually, let me ask you first. Uh, Can you explain for the biddies, because not everybody is a professional makeup artist, what a personal artist is and what you would do? It is someone, you get called at the very last minute most of the time, that's what I'm used to. Especially Nadia, love you girl. We do a lot of last minute <laughs> shit. <laughs> but they, they call you for personal things. Right. So, cause you know, she has her show, but that's like, that's union stuff. Right. Stranger Things or movies. They call in union people for that. She called me for, I, it's really cool that the first time I worked with her was for a personal shoot. So it was like okay. no limits. It, it was, you know, no brand breathing down your neck saying like, oh, you have to have like, this, which brands are like that, understandably. I get mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. So that was a cool, like, first time meeting. Mm-hmm. But actually, it's all in who you know. I met her through Jake, Jacob Kahn. He owns Jacob K Hair, mm-hmm. aka Fancy Hairdressers. I'm still getting used to that, that they're fancy hairdressers now. And he's big on social media. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's huge hairdresser, oh, yeah. hairdresser on social media. Oh, great educator. The yeah. whole team there, amazing people. They're, they're seriously the best. And I had known him for a long time. He's friends with my stylist, who I'm good friends with. And so I'd known him for years. And I was actually on makeup hiatus for a few years. There was like a, this, you know, shit happens, like mm-hmm. the string of like family tragedies, like one after another. Mm. I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to, you know, do this right now. Yeah. I was just so worried about other things. And then finally, because, you know, I had portfolio work. And I'm like, I, I want to just make an Instagram account just for the makeup. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, you know, I messaged people and I'm like, hey, this is my makeup account. And so I messaged him and he said, yeah, I'll let you know if something comes up. Mm-hmm. And two months later, I get a text saying, hey, Millie needs a makeup artist. And I was yeah. like, he, he really came through. That's awesome. So, yeah. But that just goes to show you how you have to like really like put yourself out there and utilize your network. And a lot of people you know, say that they struggle because they're like, I don't know anybody. I'm like, literally, all you need is like one person. That was, yep, that was the one person. Yeah. So if not, like word just gets around. Yeah. You know, like someone will ask someone else, like, do you know of a, you know, that's how I get a lot of my clients too. Yeah. People who like friend of a friend. Like word of mouth. Yeah. Yeah. So when we're talking about like working with celebrities, I personally have never worked with a celebrity before. I know that there's like different things that go into that. Did you have to like prepare your kit in a different way? I know that some like celebrities like require like different like like specific products and stuff like that. How does that work? Well, I got like, what is it? A mood board? Is that Uh what they call it? Like the stuff that she wanted. So of course I packed for that. Uh Uh-huh. But she didn't specify anything that she really needed. Okay. So it was just me and my RCMA palettes nice. that I love. That works. <laughs> that have never failed me. They yeah. look so good. Seriously. Yeah. Uh, every every time I use them. Yeah. And uh, But then I was like, you never know. Because it's like, you don't want to bring everything in your kit. But you still yeah. want to be prepared for other things. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to not bring all my liners. But I should bring some colored liners. Right. You know, like some things. 
So we did four looks that day. Only she only posted like two of them, mm-hmm. and then there was like a a mention like, "Ooh, maybe we should add some glitter." And I was like, Ooh. "I'm so glad." Yes, I brought some <laughs> glitter, but we actually ended up uh, not using it. But like, yeah. sometimes I am on a like <laughs> on a gig, and I'm like, "Oh shit, I didn't bring you know this." Yeah, and that happens sometimes. So I try to like bring a very condensed version of what I have because yeah. if I brought my whole kit. It's two Ikea drawer, like side drawers. Right. And I put a tabletop on it. Right. Like I can't bring all that. We interviewed Grishon Roof earlier in the season, who is like the makeup depotting and condensing queen of the industry. So satisfying. Um, we love her. She was talking about how when you condense your kit, it's better because you could, le- you could bring everybody with you and it helps your creativity because if you have like all these glitters, like say you have like 15 glitters or colors, if you condense them down into the smallest possible way, then you can actually bring them with you instead of like leaving some at home. And then you actually have like a full, you know, rainbow to choose from. Yes. So that was the old Amber. Yeah. (laughs) Now, (laughs) now every, well, especially with brands like RCMA, they make it very easy. They definitely had, had the artists in mind when they created their, like, I have all my foundation in, like, these two very small palettes. Yeah, so. yeah. I have the RCMA. Is that is that, like, primarily what you use for complexion? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have the RCMA. I have the Vision Cream Cover from Danessa Myricks. And, like, I alternate between the two. A lot of people don't like because they're, you know, like, more shiny because they're, like, cream formula, liquid formula. But, like, if you know how to prep the skin and if you know how to, like, mattify, I've never had an issue with it. Some Same. people are like, it's too shiny. I'm like, well, I think that you're probably – applying too much because then when you apply those like creamy formulas they get like a little like, weird and like rubbery looking you also have to sweet talk them too like they have to yeah. be warmed up first yes yes and yes. a lot of people they they just want to take it like put it on a brush and just go in i'm just like right you kind of no. need to like warm it up on the back of your hand yeah that's why i use those hand palettes the little like tegaderm strips um i love those if you're like someone who doesn't want to like use it right directly on her hand. That's a great like way to, you know, create a barrier. I think that I have them in my Amazon storefront, but they're just like from, I think they're from Glamcore. No, the ones I have from, are from Artist Kit Company, but I don't know if he carries them anymore because he's like constantly like switching stuff out, but they definitely have them from Glamcore. Anyway, I'll put them, I'll put them in the highlight reel. Yeah. Um, but so other than like the photo shoot, have you done any other like different kinds of gigs with Millie or has it yeah. been mostly photography? So what kind of stuff have you done with her? We did press release okay. stuff. That was like... That was over Zoom because it was still post-COVID. You yeah. know, we're still in COVID times. Right. I mean, it's weird to think about. Yeah. It's been like two years. Yeah. So that that was like a Zoom call. And then we, w- we would do other stuff. I remember she asked me, the first time we did a shoot was on a Friday. And she asked me at the end, she said, are you available Sunday for a brand shoot? And I was like, yeah. But I actually had to work at Sephora that day. And oh. I, I totally got someone to cover my yeah. shirt. Yeah. I was like... <laughs> But it's the saying yes, because it's like, say yes and figure it out later. Because right. if you can't do it, it's so easy for her to get someone else. Right. So did was that campaign for the for her makeup line? Yeah, for Florence by Mills. Yeah. And that was like the spring collection. The last thing I did was for their, it was like groovy glam, like holiday stuff. Cute. Super How, cute. Isn't that like cool that like you're working in Sephora and then you like see your work? In yeah. Sephora? Well, not in Sephora. It's in Ulta. In Ulta. But gotcha. I, w- I would have girls, they would come in and ask all the time. I'm like, do you want to know a secret? 
<laughs> and then in, in Ulta's, it's really cool to like go in and see your work. It's really yeah. like, it's really a cool moment. Or, yeah. you know, I'm thinking about something else. I mean, Ulta getting something and then I'm like, wait a second. Like I did that. That's, yeah. you know, That's it, ma- it makes you like think, Yeah. you know, and just take a minute, smell the ro- roses literally and, and like be get, grateful and, yeah. you know. Um, so are you like self-taught or did you like you learned like based on the training that you got in retail or did you have any training prior to working in retail? Retail helped a lot. Yeah. Because when I first started at Sephora, I was so scared of like color matching. There was Mm. something about it that I was just like, I don't know. There's too many colors or there's too many like I may not be able to tell a certain undertone or something. Yeah. But it's actually there's a lot of amazing people at Sephora that made it easy for me and that taught me. And then yeah. Sephora also is really good at training. So yeah. they they take out time of their day for you to go in the back and to watch training videos. For I mean, of course, there's like company videos, but then there's like right. makeup videos. Right. So my sister, she's a little bit older than me. She's a makeup artist. So when I was in middle school and high school, she was becoming a licensed esthetician. Mm-hmm. And she was working at Sephora and Ulta. And I was getting, you know, Urban Decay palettes and yeah. hourglass stuff when I was literally in middle school and high school. I love that. So I was, like, the coolest kid. <laughs> I remember, like, Urban Decay. When I first started, like, getting into makeup, you know, we're talking, like, 2002. Urban Decay was the shit. Yes. Like, that was – it was – well, it was, like, MAC. And then for me it was MAC and Urban Decay. But, like, Urban Decay sp- always spoke to me a little bit more because I felt like it was, like – more fun and do you remember they used to do the book of shadows yes and i remember that yeah so they used to do like you know before like now i feel like they're come every brand comes out with like limited edition and like themes and stuff like that but like they were the only brand it was like mac and urban decay that did these like limited edition collections and like you had to buy it because like if you didn't, it would sell out and never be made again. And I actually came across my like a couple of them that I kept. Um, one was the Alice in Wonderland collab, and then one was like Urban Decay loves NYC. And I'll have to show you after this, but like literally, you open it up and it lights up. So you said that your older sister is a makeup artist too. Mm-hmm. Is she still a makeup artist? Yeah, she does. We do makeup together. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, we do makeup together, and then she does. She's the brow queen. Cool. So, uh, Lux Brow and Beauty Lounge, or is it bar? Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's I think it's bar. We'll 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 put it in the highlight reel. Yeah, she rescued my brows. So yeah, your brows but, are amazing. Thank you. Oh my god, you should have seen this one. I was going to the <laughs> I was going to the nail salon. They were waxing off like the arch and the tail of this one, and this yeah. one is like big and beautiful. I'm like, you guys hate me. And I took a <laughs> selfie one day. I took a selfie and I was like, I look like two different people. <laughs> She's like, we're doing a brow rehab. Oh. Don't touch him for five weeks. I was oh like, no. <laughs> I love it. I love that it's like all in the family. So like, so that's, that's really cool that like both you and your sister do it. So like, yeah. you're able to work together. Um, it's fun. What, what's like your most favorite like uh, project that you guys have worked on together? Or do you do like more like weddings and stuff like that? We do, we do all types of stuff together. Yeah. I don't, I don't even have a favorite. Yeah. It's just, it's just fun when we go to – I love going to clients' houses. Yeah. That, that's fun to do. Yeah. Because they're just – they're more comfortable, and then you can just kind of, like, tell, and then you can let loose together. I like yeah. that. It was always so wild when I used to live in New York City, and, like, I used to go do house calls in New York City because, like, you could – you never knew, like, what people's 
homes would be. You know what I mean? Because it's like I feel like it's it's different when it's like in a city, like in Atlanta. Like you know, if you're going into a general area, you're like, oh, I know that they're gonna have like a big house, or like you have some sort of idea of like what the home can look like. And like in New York City, like yes, you may know like if a building is like more expensive, but you really don't know like what the actual unit's gonna look like. Mm-hmm. So it was so cool because like you never knew what you could be walking into and like the lives that people lead like being going in and like doing house calls for makeup seeing people's like life it's like Mm -hmm. the nosiness in me like (laughs) literally it's just like the the best because you're like ooh, like (laughs) this is how you live you know what I mean like seeing how other people live and it's like kind of like a weird thing but I like I I love it (laughs) I love it too yeah it's a good time but um I'm glad that I learned a lot from her. She taught me a lot about skincare very young, which is so important. Like, you know, use sunscreen. Yeah. We're not going to age. We're not going to get cancer. Yeah. So. That's like the one good thing that came out of working for a plastic surgeon so young. I went from Snooki to like, you Mm -hmm. know vampire real fast because like (laughs) I love to hear it. Yeah. It was like the doctor was like, yeah, Rachel, like, do you wear sunscreen? And I was like, no, I want to get tan. And he was just like, no, we're going to like, like oh. <laughs> and if I never did, you know, I like, uh, I look at like some people that I grew up with, they all look much older because of the sun damage, you know? Oh yeah. Um, especially in high school, probably yeah. the same for you. It was very trendy to like go into the tanning, tanning bed beds. every day. And I remember my sister being like, you don't, you don't got to do that. You ain't got to do that girl. Yeah. And then I'm like, you know, I'm so fair complected that it's like, I'm, I don't even think I'm really meant to be tan because I burn. I burn. <laughs> I was going to say, I can't imagine you being tan. <laughs> like, Every summer I'm burned. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then it turns into a cute little tan, but I'm still like the fairest of them all, literally. <laughs> like, like in the Fenty shades, I'm still like, I don't know. The whitest. But like, yeah. <laughs> seriously. It's so funny. Yeah. Like I, the one good thing, the one thing about tanning beds that I used to love was it, it, like, would cure my seasonal depression because you would just go and sit in that, like, just, you know, bulbs. Like, like sit under those bulbs for, like, an, like, you know. You're, like, sizzling. You're, like, Once I'm a better. week during the summer. <laughs> I never had seasonal depression when I was tan because That's, I was going and baking myself all the time. You know what? You got a point there. Yeah. And I love the the tingle creams. Like, I used to do all the things. It was bad. It was bad, biddies. I think I've, I've definitely posted pictures of it, but it was bad. I was, like, I was, and I didn't realize, even though people told me, they were like, Rachel, (laughs) chill out. And I was like, no, because like all my friends were doing it too. So I had no concept because it was just like, well, no, so-and-so is tanner than me. So like, I don't look bad. (laughs) Looking back, a little bit rough. Yeah, but you look great though. So Thank you. Yeah, some of the, you know, people I went to high school with, I'm like, so that leather chest. I know. Yeah. Well, because I saw, like I said, like I stopped early enough and I started using sunscreen. But anyways, going back to what we were. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I was like, we're on this t- anyway. about tan- tanning. But yeah, going back to what we were saying. So working with like celebrities, something that you want to do more of or do like what? Yeah. What kind of like aspirations do you have for? I definitely want to get more. You know, yeah. I'm never going to never going to settle. I definitely want more. Nadia. She's a celebrity. Yeah, she is. Also. With what we created, the music video, I think it's going to really take things off for yeah. us. So the release date is called Promise Not to Kill You. It's definitely the fiercest thing we've ever done. 
And I'm, we put her all into that project. Mm-hmm. So I really, I think a lot is going to come from that. But yeah, I definitely want to get as much as possible. Yeah. You know? Yeah. More and, you know, the opportunity to be creative on as much as possible. Yeah. You know? So for the music video, it was great. We did some yeah. really, really cool looks. There was one where I put chains on her eyelid. So That's amazing. So so excited. Yes, yeah, so let's talk about this music video. So when we're talking, like we've, I think we've talked about this like with one other guest in the past, Nikki Carmella. She does a lot of production work, a lot of music videos. So tell me about like the creative process for that music video specifically. How involved were you? Or was it something where they brought you the ideas and then you had to kind of come up with the makeup? Or was it very specific? What I love about, I've known Nadia for a long time. She'll come to me and say, what do you think? And that's, you know, we love to hear that. Yeah. But of course, if she's feeling something else, we'll do that too. Yeah. But most of the time she's like, whatever you want to do, let's do it. And it ends up being something incredible because yeah. then she'll be like, ooh, we should do this. And then I'll be like, oh, let's tweak it this way. And it becomes something else. But So it's pretty collaborative. It was pretty collaborative. Oh, then. yeah. That's awesome. And then normally on a normal day, we just send each other because, you know, I'm scrolling on Instagram and I uh-huh. see really cool looks. I'm like, we should do something like this mm-hmm. and then we'll plan it for the future. Yeah. So. So Nadia, I got to meet as well at the meetup, the mm-hmm. Atlanta meetup. I think was that the first I, that was the first time that you and I met in person, too. But we had been yeah. talking prior to that. But so you brought Nadia along. Um, but her face like is a dream for makeup. She has like. The oh, she has features. like flawless, <laughs> flawless skin. She has really good skin too. Yeah, but she she puts a lot of work and in, in care into it too. Yeah, you know, yeah. so just just like we all do. Yeah, but it's like she could she could be a skincare model for yeah. sure. Yeah, or like any model, of course. But yeah. and of doing her makeup so many times, I've gotten to where I could be like so fast. I yeah. could draw a map of her face. Yeah, because you're like so used <laughs> to doing her makeup. Yeah, yeah. And she has those like big eyes. So when you were doing the makeup like on location it was like pretty like difficult element like elements right oh yeah yeah so there there were two days that we shot one was in a studio so you know it's nice and air conditioned it was like the high for the heat that day in las vegas it was 110 (laughs) (laughs) like what the fuck But like september that's such a good time to go and then we're like oh yeah (laughs) yeah we're in in the desert not in georgia but so it was like 110 around that time. Mm-hmm. So the first day we were at Black Box Studios, very, very cool place. And everybody that worked there that we met one of the owners, he was awesome. They have everything. You could do so much in there. Yeah. Anything. Yeah. You could do anything. So I had it like a table, you know, mm-hmm. that was pretty easy. It was yeah. the next day. When you were out in the desert. We were out in the desert for like. 12 hours and it was hot and but we didn't show up till later. The team got there early to do, to do their, prep, yeah. to do all their stuff. And that was literally the best team ever. Yeah. I could, I couldn't imagine yeah. anyone better. They did a lot of work out there and we just continued. Then we showed up at like, you know, sunset and we started doing our thing. We yeah. worked all night, but like, I didn't have a designated station mm. and they had to take one of the cars to like get gas because it was going to run out. But, and we needed it for power. And so we ended up having to move all my makeup like oh a bunch God. of times. And I was just like, yeah, <laughs> so many times. I'm like, I'm like, I'm afraid of like losing stuff. Yeah. And, and Nadia's like, oh, I'll replace it. I'm like, that's sweet. I just don't want to like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I know you about this. That's awesome. I just, yeah. I just don't want to lose it. So, but every when you're with a team though, that you click with, 
they're I, I i would just tell them i'm like hey i'm really stressed about this they're like it's fine let's yeah let's do this like we're, we're gonna move this station together yeah <laughs> this makeup station of all your little things well let's good, move it <laughs> it's good that like, they like took care of that for you yes um I feel like whenever like people are like touching my shit, I'm like, no, don't, don't touch my shit. I will move I it. I'll move it myself. So I had just moved it too. And then they're like, oh, we have to take this car to go get gas. Yeah. And then I, we had to switch up the look too. So yeah. I was like, oh, you can't just go with it. <laughs> yeah. You know, like we were also out in the middle of like a lake bed somewhere. Yeah. Like dried up. So it took a minute to like get, get to the everything. gas station and yeah. yeah. But it, everybody was so great. Yeah. So I was able to tell them, like, hey, this is, like, stressing me out because I'm literally so yeah. OCD. And they're like, oh, my God. So that they helped me. Yeah, because people don't, like, understand because they're, like, not thinking of it like an expensive-ass, like, camera. They're like, this is a fucking, like, makeup palette. Like, <laughs> like okay. Take a pencil and just throw it. Right, exactly. <laughs> Biddies, you've heard me so many times raving about how incredible my Patreon community is. And I want to tell you guys about it because it is the best way to support your girl, the HBIC, as we build this Lipstick Biddies community up worldwide. You all want to support me. I appreciate that. It is so much work to run this podcast. It is a one-woman show. We are just starting to up-level with new things like editors and all these crazy things that I'm finally getting to pay for because of the support of my patrons. And I cannot thank you enough. So the Patreon is amazing because you get to support me with a small monthly donation starting at $5 a month. Biddies, that is less than the price of a lipstick. And you get something in return as a thank you from me to you. You get monthly bonus episodes. You get a merch pack. You get a podcast shout out. You get monthly meetups. You get makeup classes. It is incredible. There are different tiers. Pick whichever one's right for you. It is the best way to support me and also connect with biddies around the world, both pro makeup artists and beauty enthusiasts, and also have a little bit more of an intimate experience with your girl. I love my patrons. If it weren't for them, I wouldn't be here talking to you right now. It truly is the best way to help grow this community, and I appreciate all of you so much. Check the link in the show notes or just go to patreon.com slash lipstickbiddies. Thanks, biddies, and see you in the Patreon. So, um, <laughs> since there were, since the conditions were so harsh and it was so hot, what were your like go-to products that were going to last? How, how did you make the makeup last in that kind of, like in those kind of conditions? The one size setting powder is the best one to me. Really? Yes. Is it like loose setting powder? Yes. It, it is like a Instagram filter. Seriously. Really? In real I've life. I've heard of that one. Yeah. Yeah. I would test it when I worked at Sephora. That's how I found out about it. Yeah. About the brand. Because that's when Patrick Starr like launched it. Mm-hmm. I would like test it on these grooves on my, my hand. And these clients would be like, I'm getting this right away. Like right yeah. now after seeing it. Like, like filling the, it in. Yes. Yeah. Literally disappearing before their yeah. eyes. Really cool. The nighttime, it wasn't as bad, but it got really windy. Mm. But also, I don't want to give too much away. But with the sh- location where we were in the part of the song is she was going to look rough anyway. We'll, okay. we'll just say that. She's going to look rough anyway. Gotcha. So it's actually hard to not touch up her lip gloss. It's mm-hmm. like, bitch, you're getting kidnapped. I mean, I could say that. <laughs> she's getting she's getting kidnapped in the in the video. I'm like, I can't touch up the gloss oh my God. right now. But the setting powder, the one size, yeah. really, really awesome. Never failed me. And it's what I use on Millie too. Yeah. It, it looks really good. Really good. Stunning every time. 
You heard it here first. I'm going to have to look that up. Like, I'm pissed that I didn't find this out before Black Friday because I would have. Because <laughs> I think they were having good sale because I've been, I've actually been wanting to try like their BBV cream is the, or BB, it's like their foundation. It's like their blurring balm. Is it? Yeah. One size? Mm-hmm. Nice. BBB, something like that. That is the one that I hear a lot about. I've also heard a lot of good things about their setting spray, but I'm like, it's like, seems like the same, like I use like the Kryolan one. Like, yeah, I feel like you can't get better than that. I have so much urban decay just from yeah. working at Sephora. Oh, and then, you know, when brand reps are there, the more that you help them out, they'll be giving you stuff. Yeah. So I'm set up. I'm set, literally. Probably set. You know, <laughs> urban we, decay. We should do, you know, we should do, which would, could be really fun. You know, how, like people do like clothing swaps party and like you all bring like your, like, I feel like between like you and I and like probably other makeup artists in the Atlanta area, we all bring some makeup and like skincare and shit and like swap. Yeah. I have a, I have a ton of skincare. Yeah. Because Sephora, they give you full size products. Yeah. Fragrance too. Yeah. Which I will never give away. Well, I used to work <laughs> for a department store. It was actually really cool because like, so yeah, I used to work for a department store. So it was like the brand reps would like even like take you to like a really fancy like lunch and you'd like sit through a presentation, but like you'd actually like, get like a whole sit down lunch and then you get like full size products like Dior, Armani, YSL, like all of that stuff, which was great. But I was just like, it's crazy to me, like how much stuff that they're able to like give away. I think it's because that upcharge is so extra. I'm I'm so (laughs) mad too because I'm cruelty free now. So like all of the stuff from like my... From, like, my department store days, pretty much all of those, like, prestige brands that you see in, like, Saks and Nordstrom and Bloomingdale's, most of them are not cruelty-free. Like, I feel your pain. The only one was that, that was cruelty-free was Chantecaille. And, yeah, I think Chantecaille was, like, the only one, actually, in our, like, beauty department that wasn't – that was cruelty-free. All of them. That's sad. Out. I still have a Dior, like, moisturizer sitting in my – and, you know, I'm – Cruelty free. That's important to me. Yeah. There is still like one or two Dior palettes that I can't go without, but it's not like I'm going to, I'm not going to buy them again. I'm going to find something. Right. Comparable. That's cruelty free. Right. Well, that's like what I did like in my cruelty free journey that I'm on right now. I had Jen Wood on a previous episode last season and she was saying how like you know it's like one of those things where like you know when you run out of whatever product it is be it like a setting spray then like next time you buy a setting spray buy a cruelty free one like don't like throw out your stuff it's like a you know it's a lifetime kind of like journey the the hardest brand for me to part with was nars nars is tough i still have some nars Nars. i'm wearing nars right now it was given to me it, it really like the the quality of that of the products like the formulation every time like <laughs> Satya if you're listening to this so when I was out in LA Satya um Linek had done my makeup for the lipstick biddies meetup I saw that out it, there it was so pretty she I mean she, is, you did amazing. she does incredible work but so she used the NARS foundation I was like what foundation is this I was like of course it's fucking NARS <laughs> was it the natural radiant I think so yeah it's stunning yeah, I used to use the long wear one, like the super matte one. Even that one looked mm. really nice on me too. And they came out with these. What is it? Is a soft matte concealer in a pot. Those yeah. are really nice too. But I'm just like, That's what I used to use. Why y'all gotta be like? Why gotta be testing on animals? I know. Like, come on, Nars. If you're anyone from Nars listening that has any sort of decision making, Nars, we love you. But like. <laughs> Seriously. Get your shit together. I, well, I think that like <laughs> most companies nowadays though are like 
switching over to cruelty free because they're seeing that like the market wants that. Like yeah. I feel like every new product, every new line that launches and most indie brands don't test on animals because it like we don't need to. It's just like the ones that have been around so long that they're like, we're not going to like cut our profits by like stopping selling in China or, you know, whatever it is to so that they don't have to test on animals. They're like, yeah, we're not going to do that. So, But I think they would get more support in other ways. So when you're doing like musicians makeup, are there things that you have to take into consideration? Like as far as like the movement of what they're doing, like does that affect like your product choices and like the style of the makeup? Totally. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Nadia, when she's on stage, I'm just literally like staring at her face the whole time. <laughs> she's so used to it though, yeah. but it, it's like, man, I hope that stays. It does. Yeah. Cause I'll use like Inglot liner. I, I just, I Inglot. never give it a chance to fail me. You know, when I get these good, really good brands from Norcosco. Yeah. You know, I'm just like, this is going to stick. Inglot, <laughs> well, the Inglot, dur- and like if you like mix Duraline into anything, it's going to make it like. Oh, yeah. Budge proof. But are you talking about like the liner? Yeah, the gel. So, yeah. Like in the pots. They have so many colors. I'm like, yeah. oh, I just want to buy them all and just like write them off on the well, taxes. The, the, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's always a write-off. The black yeah. though, like literally, it's funny that you say that because Nikki, the other um, makeup artist that I had on here that we talked about music video makeup, literally that is her favorite eyeliner as well. And it's that's, really good. That's the one that I have in my kit too. It's really good and it, it's it's fun to play with too. Yeah. So And you can do a lot with it. A little goes a long way. Those yeah. pots will last literally until they expire. Yeah. I know. That's why I like doing kit splits because I feel like you can't go through that fast enough. It's tragic. It is tragic. It really is. Well, we need to like participate in more kit splits. That's why. Yeah. And then we don't have to like waste as much product. But it's like, yeah, it's I never go through it fully. Yeah. I've never heard of a kit split. Okay. Yeah. So basically kit splitting, which if biddies, if you are in the Discord, I actually set up a thread in the Discord for kit splitting. And basically what kit splitting is, is you find a friend and literally is exactly what you would think it would be is you split what you buy. So for example, I'm bought a couple things for Black Friday that I'm kit splitting and I will depot it on my end because I always depot all my stuff anyways. So I'm going to depot it and then I'm going to mail it off in the original packaging, you know, half of it to a friend. And then that way you're only you know, if you don't, if you know it's a product that you're not going to go through that fast, it makes sense. Like we're doing, I'm doing one with a skin glass blushes because like literally you just need the smallest amount because they're so pigmented. I'm like, this expires in eight months. I'm not going to go through this mm. in eight months. So kit splitting, post your own, keep an eye peel because I post, I'm actually, I want to do, I have like an RCMA um, palette that I just bought that I was going to do kit split with too. Ooh, what palette yeah. is it? The Kevin James Bennett one. The one that has like the primary adjusters in it. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, if you want to kid split. You see my mind. Yeah. If you want I, I I haven't opened it yet. I have it like in the box still. I love that brand. <laughs> I used to like do I used to go and buy a lot of like new product to use in shoots and then return it. Because <laughs> they know, have like really good return policies, but you gotta watch out because they actually will cut cut you off. They will. Yeah. So I when I started <laughs> when I started working at Sephora, I was at Linux. Yeah. It was that one. And I started off as a cashier. I didn't want to be a cashier, but I was like, I just want to get in, in my foot yeah. in the door. And there was one time, like in that busy season, there was 
one time where like something printed out and I was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> and my, and my, my leader, like the cashier leader, she was like, oh, they need to call this number because they got cut off. <laughs> and then the guy was like, oh, I'm returning this for my mom. And she's just like, there's literally nothing I can do. I was like, oh, that's like a good like scam going on. Yeah. Well, so, yeah, I think it's it's like a high number, though. I think it's like. No, it has to be insane. Like for them to for him to get that printed out. It's like (laughs) (laughs) to be like, no, it was like red flags. Like, yeah, like FBI wanted list. (laughs) (laughs) So just be careful. Don't don't return everything. But. Um, I will be here to say that not not just Sephora, but like all of them have pretty generous return yes. policy where you can use it as long as you're not like using too much of it. Like you can return it. Like I just tried That's the true. House Labs Foundation and I was like, oh no, this is going right back. <laughs> yeah. Th- a lot of people don't know that actually. So when I would help yeah. clients at, um, you know, in the skincare section, they're like ready to drop hundreds of dollars. Yeah. I'm like, if you don't like it, literally just return it. Yeah. And they're like, I didn't know you could do that. I said, yeah, take advantage of it. If it doesn't work, that's okay. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They did like, I remember seeing like a TikTok about how certain stores have to like literally like scrape the eyeshadow out of the palettes that, you know, like get returned anything that's like open because mm-hmm. they can't, because they don't want someone like dumpster diving. Yeah. Even the gratis that you get that, which is the bag of free stuff. Yeah. Basically they scribe it. So they take this little drill and yeah. they, it has G on it. Yeah. They're really – and, like, also resellers, like, Biddy is, like, you got to be careful because <laughs> I, know, yeah. I know that this is another thing, like, where people resell, like, gratis or resell, like, PR. And I'm, like, in these makeup artists, you know, groups, and people are selling, like, PR. And I'm, like, girl, you got that for free. Yeah. And little do you know, and I'm going to tell you here right now because I know because I, I have relationships with a lot of brands. Brands are in those groups watching – because if they see that, they will pull you off that list. Oh, like, which so fast. I mean, they should. Yeah, because they, yeah, let's, they should. We don't condone scamming. That's like a scam. Yeah. <laughs> so Amber, we're running up on time. I feel like we talked about like so much different stuff. This is like a fun little like chat. I feel like yeah. I don't get to like just like chat and like talk makeup often like I feel like sometimes you know it's fun because like I get to do different types of interviews but like some are more like interview heavy but then some are more of like fun conversations so like I like that we got to like chat a little bit about like learn about you but also like do some more like chat chat so we're running up on time but before we go do you want to do would you rather question oh yeah that'd be fun yeah we should do one I saw it sitting there on the table I'm like that's for me okay would you rather assist at New York Fashion Week with a well-known slash respected makeup artist or be the key artist in a New York Fashion Week for an up-and-coming designer? I would be the key artist. Yeah. What kind of look would you like to – What what actually, what would be, like, a designer that you would love to, like, do a look for? Oh, man, so many. Nadia and I are working with a latex designer. That's – Oh, my God, I forgot her name. I'm so sorry, y'all. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but I saw, like, one of her pieces, and mm-hmm. it looked like – something that was created in a very in like an ai app or something i'm like no this is some real life shit it's really cool actually i met a designer in ulta i went to get something from ColourPop. yeah and then one of the beauty advisors there she was like oh i'm a fashion designer so i want to work with her i need to hit her up yeah that reminded me yeah um but 
I'm all about latex lately. Yeah. So for the music video with Nadia, there's a lot of latex in there. Yeah. Which makes it just very interesting. We'll I just love say that. that. I can't wait to see it. When is it out? January 27th. That's when the song is released. Awesome. And that's when the video is released at the same time. Awesome. We're going to have a release party. It's going to be fun. I want to come. Come. Yes. Seriously. We're going to have a... <laughs> So I don't know why I did this to myself. I said, don't show me the video until (laughs) (laughs) I would, I would say something like that. I'm like, don't show me the video until the release party. And then, but she showed me some, like some stills. She's like, oh, you can see them make it really good. And I saw the play button. I wanted to just like take her phone and then just press play, (laughs) but I want to wait. And then we're going to have an Amber cam. Awesome. So I'm really excited. I love that. that. Well, so Biddy is, this will be coming out before the music video comes out. But if you follow me, add me to your favorites. I always repost stuff like this. So make sure to Amber, like when it comes out, like tag me and everything so that I can repost it. Oh, yeah. I'm um, so excited. It, it is seriously, we put our all into it. Yeah. Like our everything. I'm and excited. it's definitely fear- some, those looks. Ooh. I'm excited. They are fierce. So Very stay, fierce. Stay tuned, biddies. Amber, before we sign off, can you just let the biddies know where they can find you on social media if they want to connect with you and any parting words of advice you want to give about anything we've kind of talked about today. Yeah. Just for advice, I get asked a lot and it's always be yourself. I know people say that a lot, but it's true. The more you are yourself and you're happy and you're passionate, the success will follow. And the people that are also into that, you'll connect with them too. Mm -hmm. So never stop learning. There's always going to be something new with makeup. Uh, always a new trend, a technique, a something that comes Mm -hmm. out, but also like stay informed because, you know, there's so much misinformation about like skincare that's out. And I'm like, Mm. no, please don't free, like free stuff in the freezer and put it directly (laughs) in your face. Like, please don't do that. And it's better for you, for your clients too. So just protect yourself. You know, (laughs) but you can find me on, I'm mainly on Instagram. Mm -hmm. I'm getting used to TikTok. (laughs) <laughs> it's Makeup by Amber Kendrick on both. If you have any questions or product recommendations, anything, my just DM me. Seriously. Yeah. I'm an open book. Thank you, Amber. And Biddies will talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to the Lipstick Biddies podcast. To receive a special surprise from the head biddy in charge in the mail, make sure to drop a review in the app and DM your screenshot to me at Lipstick Biddies. Remember, you are a badass fucking biddy. See you next week. <laughs>